would that be? Welcome to Dunstan Checksman. This is the podcast where we rate and review every minute of the 1996 ape film Dunstan Checksman. Nope, that's not the name of the film. You said 98. Did I? Um, hello. (laughs) It was like the number's wrong and then you thought you had the name wrong? It's 1996. Is when that movie came out. No, I'm taking you on a mental journey right now. Mm -hmm. Close my eyes. It's 1996. Yeah. You're seven years old. Yeah. Oh, no. You've been separated from your parents. Oh, no. What? But where where should you find yourself but at the local movieplex. Oh, okay. With the exact price of admission in your pocket. Wow. You look up at the marquee and you think to yourself, well, I need somewhere to sit and wait out until my parents get home. Yeah. I live at the movieplex. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? You you buy a, one ticket to see Dunstan checks in. What a good time that'll be. And then you have to steal candy because you already spent all your money on the thing and you're not going to have candy. You're not going to have not have candy. So I'm abandoning them. You suddenly realize that you are not seven years old. Oh my God. It is 2019 and you are in fact doing a podcast about this movie. Wow. That was, uh, that was emotional. It was a mental journey. Am I wrong? You are not wrong. Okay. So we what we do here on this podcast, <laughs> yeah. what we do on this podcast. We don't know about other podcasts, but on this podcast. On this podcast, what we do is we rate. Do No, we don't. <laughs> We've never rated. <laughs> well, the rating is bad. Just every... That's true. We review mm-hmm. every minute of the 1996 ape film, Dunstan yeah. Checks In. There it is. And we pair each of those minutes with another feature film. I'm Emily Monkeytown. And I'm Lord Andrew. And today we'll be watching Minute 49, or rather we'll be talking about Minute 49 of Dunstan Checks In, as well as the 1981 film. (laughs) (laughs) My Dinner with Andre. Yeah. Which you have chosen to pair with I have chosen. I have paired My Dinner with Andre. Uh, So I'm sure you'll launch us into that as soon as whatever comes up in the minute. Yeah. What happens in the minute? Uh... Well, we're picking up uh, after um, Kyle's non-apology, and he leaves. He yeah. leaves the area. He, he apologized because he screwed up the recipe for um, the like bread side dish at the Indian restaurant. His non-apology. Oh my god! I think I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I, have, I think that's it. <laughs> I think that's it. Um, yeah, he did screw up the bread at the Indian restaurant. Um, the no, and Kyle is still watching though. He has gone through the doorway, yeah, and is still peeking through to see what's going to happen to Lord Rutledge. You love to peek through a doorway, yeah. Not even the keyhole though, no. But just the he just has the door ajar. Yeah. What do you think about that word ajar? I like it. I, I bought a jar today. I've always hated the the word ajar. Why? Because then you got those people who are like, oh, the door's ajar. No, it's a door. <laughs> like I just did? Yeah. <laughs> well, you just did the opposite, where you're like, you bought a jar today. I did, and that is a true story. I did buy a jar today. See, I like jars. Sure. Who doesn't love jars? Yeah. <laughs> what, you, jars, they got jam. Jam. They got honey. Fairies, if you're in The Legend of Zelda. There you go. And you can put, you know, anything in it. Jars featured quite wonderfully in the most recent uh, Nancy Sunday strip. The oh, comic I didn't know strip. That. Check it out. What? Go read Nancy by Olivia James. I, I try and read it all the time, but I don't. I don't have a uh, look for that recent jar issue. Everybody, I don't have it bookmarked or whatever. Sure, right? Don't they just put comics online now, or do yeah. they still have a few that are like exclusive? You can put them online. I mean, like, aren't, don't don't those people get mad? The uh, old people who write them. 
Uh, well, I don't know about that. I mean, I don't think I don't think the person who currently writes Nancy is no, old. No, I think Nancy's Nancy's one of us. And again, Nan- the person who writes Nancy uses a pseudonym. No one knows. And you know what? That's fair in 2019. <laughs> uh, so Kyle speaking through the doorway. Yes. And which o- is a dar- a jar. Yeah, and overhears uh, part of. Wait, how can the door be a jar? It's a door. Okay. So. See, it also causes confusion. Now you just you just did a heavy breath right into the microphone there. Sorry. <laughs> And uh, I'm getting angry at you on behalf of you, the editor of this show. Yeah, because I'm going to have to take that out later. <laughs> yeah. You, you, the listener, will have never heard that. Yeah. But I'll be, and if I did my job right. Yeah. If I didn't, well, I'm sorry. Sucks to suck. <laughs> it's a free podcast, y'all. <laughs> um, so Kyle overhears what his father is saying to Lord Rutledge after he has left. And he says... Uh, and he's picking up. He's kind of stumbled through the beginning of this phrase. But then what Mr. Grant says to Lord Rutledge is, would you like to be my guest at dinner this evening like if you don't have any plans? <laughs> See, now what what happened there was that I knew that was where you were going to hop in. Of course. So I tried to extend that beginning moment as long as I, possible. I noticed and I appreciated it. I thought maybe you were going to do the reverse and, and, and sort of do a staged call out where you got to that line as quickly as possible to expose me. <laughs> you, so you'd miss your cue. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, not so that I miss my cue, but just to expose the admitted maybe shallowness in my pick this week. Sure. Sure. <laughs> uh, you know. But I can't, I can't not appreciate shoehorning in my dinner with Andre. Yeah, and our and our Dunstan checks in podcast. <laughs> yeah, a film that is way, way, way better. Oh, for sure, leagues, <laughs> yeah. scores head, even head and shoulders above. Yeah, um, several bottles of shampoo was worth better. Yes, because you said head and shoulders. Head and shoulders, yes, of course. <laughs> uh, also useful for getting out of pools. Really. Heads and shoulders, head shoulders, knees. You never did that to get out of a pool. No, what the heck? It was like a thing you would remember to uh, to get out of a pool when you didn't have a ladder, so you wouldn't die like a sim. But I don't get what. What do you have to remember? You start with your head, and you sho- you you work your head over, and then your shoulders, and then you are. There's like an order you're supposed to say body parts. That's the order that you can use to prop yourself out of the pool. I thought that was just like a regular little kid song. Like, I think it's a different like song. the skeleton song. I think it's a different song. The head bones connected to the neck bone. Sure. Right? I'm so angry at myself for leading us down this path. Because <laughs> I really thought you would let me walk away from it sooner, and you didn't. And I want to go home now. <laughs> just What I'm confused about is, are there people who... Here's the thing. I don't remember. How, I think it's a different song, and I don't quite remember how it goes, all right? I just know it was, a, it was some shit my grandma would always say to me when I was a kid trying to get out of a pool. And because I don't remember it, I cannot do it for you right now. Okay. And I'm, I, you know, I'm being held to this standard, like I'm, a, like I'm fucking testifying in Congress about the getting out of the pool song. And I don't know it, all right? You dragged this confession out of me. I don't know it, all right? <laughs> all right, take her in. <laughs> we got her dead to rights. <laughs> uh, all right, so why did you pick my dinner with Andre? Oh, because uh, uh, Mr. Grant invites Lord Rutledge to dinner. And that's it. Well, I just it did... <laughs> What do you imagine this dinner is going to be like between Mr. Grant and Lord Rutledge? Well, I also, I, I, I do believe, I, I don't think I'm making this up. 
we don't see that dinner. No, let's kickstart a remake of My Dinner with Andre starring Rupert Everett and, and Jason, Jason Alexander. Alexander. Now, here's what we're thinking. Uh-huh. You're thinking, you're, we're going twi- to start working to the obvious. Jason yeah, Alexander is going to be, be Andre. Andre. Yeah. <laughs> Rupert Everett's going to be Wally. Well, that is classically what the what uh, uh, they they had said. That just, if they ever remade it, they would switch yeah. switch roles. Yes. Just to prove the point of it, it's not the, it, nothing was based on their own lives. Yeah. They just brought in like their names and the names of their spouses. Yes. Like they just they just did that for ease. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, like how in Jackie Chan movies they just call him Jackie. Sure. Even if his character is named something else, they will find a way to call him Jackie. Yeah. Just, Some, often they'll just call him Jackie, even yeah. though that's not his character's name. Now, what was that one? Dark Steel? What was uh, Bleeding Steel? Steel? Bleeding Steel. That, where his... When he was undercover? Yeah, his undercover name was Jackie Chan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was really something. Yeah, that was good. Uh, so, My Dear with Andre, when did you first see this film? Probably a couple of years ago. Oh, okay. When did you first see this film? Uh, I think almost... No. Almost a decade ago. You know, honestly, I said a couple. It's probably like five years ago. Okay, I think I was in my. I, I would was, say it's probably closer to a decade than quote a couple. Yeah, I think I I'm, I was in early twenties, mm-hmm. very early twenties. Yeah, when I saw it, they because um, it's a weird movie. Yes, it's it's not. You know, Let me ask you this: huh. Had you seen it prior to Community doing their episode? Kind of about it. Yeah, I, I had to. Yeah, yeah. I believe I had as well. So yeah. that, that places it for both of us. Okay. Um, that's a good episode. Yeah. Uh, so I, because I, I think this movie is so, um, it, to me, it's like refreshing. It's, yeah. It's like um, you're used to movies being a, one way. Do you think Here's this a movie, movie that's another way. yeah, that's, that's accurate. Yeah. Do you think this movie was the first podcast? See, Okay. So I had that thought when I was watching it. I yeah. thought, would this have worked without the visuals? Yeah. Because I think there is something that um, the 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 two actors in it, they 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 did want it to be a movie, even though they come from the from theater. From the theater. So it, it and well, I people, mean, well, they're both in movies, though. Well, yeah. Well, but they, Sean, come on. Yeah, well, Sean, of course. I guess what movies would he have been in at that point? Uh, it was pre-Princess Bride. So sure. For certainly pre-Toy Story. Yeah. Uh, no, Toy Story came out in 1980. <laughs> um, but but the idea being that I, I think they wanted it to be a movie because it would be uh, like more visible, I guess, sure. in that sense. Sure. Um, instead of if it was a theater production, very few people would be able to see it. But I think theater people like to try and put it on. Sure. Because it is so bare bones. Yeah. It's just like a lot of ideas flying at you. Yeah. Um, but i i was thinking like you know would this have worked as like a radio play i mean would it have kept people interested because i think there is something to the character of the waiter sure who is mostly uh speechless he yeah he, he says like would you like dessert you know like the yeah, basic yeah. waiter things yeah basic um, waiter things but i think the way just waiter things <laughs> <laughs> hashtag just waiter things but i think the the way that he he is always there it, it kind of ties into something that they were talking about um, at one point, they start talking about like death, yeah, and how like even when you're alone, you're alone with death, yeah. And I kind of had had started this thought of like the waiter is like death. That's interesting. Where he's he's just, even though they think they're alone, they've still got the waiter, huh? Right. I never would have thought that. Um, well, I'll say I think not just the waiter, but everything in this movie. It I, I think the visual component does definitely add something, which is I think. The waiter is part of this. I think the beginning and end sequences of, of seeing Wally arrive at the dinner and then leave from the dinner. Mm-hmm. All these things are sort of uh, 
they're just like cues to sort of place you in the physical space of the room mm-hmm. to, to, to make it, you know, it's not the concepts being discussed in the, in the conversation, which for those, we should, I guess, say for people who are unfamiliar with the film, yeah. if you're not familiar with the film, the entire film with the exception of, of the parts I just mentioned where uh, Wally, uh, which is Wally Sean's character approaching the restaurant and leaving the restaurant, the entire film is just them talking at the restaurant. Yes. Um, and and even even those parts before and after are Wally's thoughts. Yes, it's not him interacting with other people. No, no, it's just him walking in. You hear his inner monologue. Mm-hmm. Um, the concepts being discussed at dinner to me are are, are less important than the ex- the experience that this dinner has. And I think the concepts support they're they're sort of it's sort of mood almost like it, it is to set the tone of the conversation and to to make you. The everything there is a is a framing device to make you feel like you are there, which yeah. I think works really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the waiter is a big part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, even I think uh, I think a, I a lot on the the whole idea that Wally had been putting off meeting with Andre. Yes, and here he's finally having that meeting, and he's kind of worried, like, what is this guy going to talk about? Yeah, is this weirdo going to be a weirdo? Yeah. And and I and I like the way that the, the even the way that the film is framed is that that first half is Andre getting out a lot of the weird stuff and Wally kind of going like, huh? Yeah. And then asking a question about the most normal thing. Yeah. And then by the time they're halfway through the dinner, that's where Wally kind of comes alive and he's he starts giving his thoughts on everything. Yeah, electric and he, blankets and such. Yeah. <laughs> and he starts calling out Andre on things where uh, he's like, oh, you can only really, you know... Uh, achieve nirvana at the top of Everest. And I really like that. That yeah. was maybe my favorite part of the movie. And while he's yeah. like, not everyone can go to the top of Everest. Yeah, a valid concern. <laughs> yeah, I I think because there's there's a lot there that I I think is interesting because there's there's this sense of uh, doom and gloom in a weird way. Yeah, where Andre's like, well, this is the downfall of society. We electronics yeah. <laughs> are here. Yeah, this is the downfall of society. Yeah, and um, that movie came out. 40 years ago almost don't say those words the 80s were 20 years ago I, Andrew. i know and yet it came out 40 almost 40 years ago <laughs> that's now. fucked 30 up. you know like 38 years now that's crazy uh, why how could you do this to me well and then when i was looking up information on the movie i found like a little video where they interviewed wallace sean and that was from 2009 and they said it was nearly 20 years or something and i was or nearly 30 yeah and i was just like oh 10 that's 10 that can't ten, be true either. that can't be true either. <laughs> <laughs> that one really got me too i was like that's impossible yeah that's just i think you must have misheard uh, yeah so it's it's this it's this kind of weird idea of like uh, you know have have people always been thinking oh it's the end of civilization i think yes but then but, <laughs> but then also like some of the things that they they bring up i can see how they've grown and changed from that time to now yeah and if someone was talking about those same topics it would be completely different well yeah it, de- it definitely it doesn't it doesn't feel like the same conversations people have about electronics bringing the downfall of society today it feels very yeah. much like a 1981 conversation mm-hmm. uh, which I, I i like that about it i also like that you know with that first half of the movie uh, andre is talking about all these you know wild things he's done you know going to the forest in poland with 40 women and and doing all these crazy and not, things not no one speaks the same language yeah, yeah. Um, and it's it's sort of it, you know it can almost have that like uh, you pray love feel of like this wonderful spiritual journey that is inaccessible to ninety nine percent of of people who are alive. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet by the end of the movie, you see that like oh Andre hasn't necessarily had any kind of grand awakening or anything. Yeah. He's just he did all this shit and he he doesn't necessarily 
he's just as confused and, and fucked up as he ever was, which I, I, I kind of like that. It's, it's, it is not someone saying like, Oh, this is the way to live. And anyone can just do this and be alive. He, he even admits like, you know, as he's saying, like, you can go to the top of Mount Everest and have this experience. Like he says, well, not everyone can do that, mm-hmm. but it also, it, it's not as vital necessarily because we see the result in him, which didn't necessarily fix anything. He's just this experience that he's fixated on. Yeah, I, I also think uh, it's it's much like because um, that opening, you know, that uh, Wally's thoughts at, at the opening and even at the at the end are so important because, like you said, they set the mood. But it's also this idea that um, Wally is poor and yeah. Andre has money. Yes, and it's like look, you know, he has all these stories about all these things he did. Yeah, and he never says because I'm rich. Yeah, he doesn't have to. Yeah. It just is. Yeah. It, it, that's that's kind of like Wally's breaking point at one point where he's like, sometimes I just like that I can get up in the morning and have coffee and there's not a cockroach in it. Yeah, <laughs> it's a cold like, cup of coffee. Yeah, even. yeah. <laughs> so and that's even like something that just Andre cannot connect with at all. Yeah, he's like, good for you, but I don't connect with that. Yeah, yeah, that's fine for Wally, but that's a throwback, huh? Remember that? What? Remember that? That's fine for Merlin. Do you remember that phrase? Oh my god! <laughs> no. <laughs> wow, you really pulled it out. Yeah. Um, when you said Wally that time, I thought of and Irma, the two. Cats oh, sure, the two cats from Doughboys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or I guess Mitch belongs to them. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> anyway. Uh, do you, yeah. What else? Do you want to say anything else about my dinner with Andre? About what? My dinner oh, with my, Andre. You were saying it with a. An accent. Whenever, when you have dinner with someone, do you ever think that to them that's their dinner with Andrew? <laughs> and, it, and they're so close to the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One letter off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. I should now, though. Yeah. That would be great. <laughs> uh, I I am very... I, I like that this movie is uh, like weird enough that people remember it as like, oh, that weird movie. Yeah. But I think it actually is like pretty accessible. Well, that's the thing. It, it seems sort of unapproachable mm-hmm. and like, it seems if you, and I thought this before I watched it, it like sort of artsy fartsy nonsense. Oh, all movies, just two people talking. Yeah. Go screw. I'm not going to watch that. Yeah. Uh, but it is, it is, it is engaging. It is, yeah. it is surprising how engaging it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know. Everyone, go out there watch my dinner with Andre. It's a good time. Yeah, my my girlfriend did refuse to watch it with me. M- mine as well. <laughs> <laughs> there was I'll, I'll even, I can't remember it now, but there was one. I laughed out loud at one point watching this movie, mm. and I I remarked to myself on what a dork ass nerd I was, and yet I did. Yeah. Yeah, I I had some moments like that. Where, yeah. <laughs> but I I do like that like you said like the 1981ness of it. Like yes. the where it's set the the biggest thing where it comes off is that that conversation about electric blankets. Yeah. Uh because most of the rest of it is kind of timeless. Yeah. Uh it is kind of like you could experience a lot of that like today yeah. and it wouldn't be that different. Also, I think the 1981ness also comes through when uh specifically when Wally is walking to the restaurant because you see uh, you see the 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 version of New York that you and I have never known that only exists yeah. in movies now, but that like the the pre you know pre cleaned up Times Square the the old New York of the of the seventies mm-hmm. and nineteen eighty one here yeah uh, that is fun to see you know mm-hmm. that is honestly yeah yeah <laughs> yeah for with, in that opening bit where he's standing like as the subway's coming in and he's almost standing like too close to the subway coming in yeah i was like oh, I'm, i i i would live there i would want to <laughs> be in that moment yeah it's also like i don't know it's kind of cool to see because like 
that is a version of New York that, that you and I have only ever seen in movies and mm. it very much doesn't feel like a movie in this Yeah, because it is just it is just such, so casual shots of just a man walking through the city going to a restaurant Yeah, um, that it I don't, that, that it feels a little more real than, mm. than it would in other movies. I do, uh, about the electric blankets again, there, there was a funny factoid that I read that where they filmed it, it was not in New York. They they um, made the the restaurant, they, they, they took over a, a hotel. It was in Pasadena, that, right? No, it was in like Virginia or something. Oh, it was in Virginia. It was Why somewhere. Did I think it was somewhere very cold because they so they took over an abandoned abandoned or yeah. empty hotel. Sure. And they made the restaurant look like a famous New York restaurant. Yeah. Um, but because it was essentially a non-running hotel, there was no heating. Oh. So. Uh, as much as they talk about how electric blankets are the downfall of society, pretty much everyone there had an electric blanket on when they weren't in a scene <laughs> because <laughs> it was funny. so cold. That's interesting. And they all wore like long underwear under their like suits and and like now Andre's like sweater makes a lot more sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone in there was freezing. <laughs> That's so, funny. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was a really interesting thing. Um, but yeah, I, don't know. I, it, I like it. Yeah, me too. I think it's 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 so and and even this for this watch, I went, I thought, oh, it's like ninety minutes, huh? No, it's a full two hours. Yeah, it's, like it's it's, it's yeah. just short. And that was a uh, Louis Mall, the director, mm. fought for that because <laughs> Sean's original version of the script, it was three hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. That might have been a little much. That might have been yeah, just a little much. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's I like it. Me too. Oh, it's thumbs good, up. Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. <laughs> for my dinner mm. with Andre. Speaking of thumbs up, uh, there was another thing that I read that... Uh, uh, this is Robert Egert's quote. Roger, Robert Egert's. Robert, yeah, Robert Egert's. Egert. <laughs> Robert Egret. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the Robert Egret. Yeah. That's a character somewhere. Okay. Um, Roger Ebert said of this movie. Yes. Andrew. Well, he was once asked, yes. is there a film without cliches? Yeah. And and then a he said... Without a single cliche. He said, my dinner with Andre. Yeah. That's I like that. Yeah. All right. Uh, next, I'm going to make us watch Secret Honor, which is just one person talking for the whole movie. And that one's like three hours. I think that one is like 90 minutes, actually. Oh, okay. I have wanted to see that, so it's really good. Feel free. <laughs> <laughs> Feel I'll see free if I can force me <laughs> figure out a way to connect it. Uh, I think you would love it, honestly. I think I would too. <laughs> Everyone out there, check out Secret. This is just a bonus film recommendation. Check out Secret Honor, 1994, Robert Altman. Hulu because of Criterion, but now I think it's not. I agree with you. I agree with that statement. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, so, here's the thing. Uh-huh. What happens next in this minute? It's it's it becomes muffled uh-huh. and quieter. Yeah. So I I I'm not sure if I heard correctly, but in answer to Mr. Grant asking Lord Rutledge, "Would you be my guest for dinner tonight?" Does Lord Rutledge say, "Oh, how silly"? Uh, no. Okay. He says, "Oh, how fascinating," which also is not really. Uh, the syntax doesn't really make sense there. Yeah, I'm certain this line was added later. Yeah, and they did not call in Rupert Everett to dub it. They just they just took a line they had on the floor yeah. and plugged it in here because there's because also, it makes no goddamn sense. Well, and then the next line too is very Mr. Grant. I believe he says, "I'm sure you'll enjoy the cuisine here." Yes, and then it it fades out. When you hear the word cuisine, do you always, always, always think of kids' cuisine, the children's yeah. wonderful dinners? Yes. I, as you were saying character. the word cuisine, the penguin <laughs> popped into my yeah. head, yeah. and the chicken nuggets and the yeah, the brownie corn that would get brownie. stuck in the thing and you eat it out, you eat it out, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dunstan's oh, they fade to black. Yes. Which is, we've called this film out before. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, that just is the worst transition that they can use. Like, yeah. they've done this can several I, times, hey, and hey. it fucking sucks. Can I bring back an old catchphrase of mine? Yeah. This is a bad minute. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> this is a real stinker. 
Um, so Dunstan's an event, and I want you to say what you said before we recorded about this vent music. Oh, yeah. We, so uh, the first couple times we watched this minute together, we were watching it, uh, what I like to call Emily style, which is where you watch something, but uh, just sort of layered underneath in the background, you, you have like a YouTube live channel of some lo-fi, chill hop, music to study, relax, sleep to. Um, and uh, there was a moment where we were confused what music we were hearing was in the film and what music was just from that video. So I turned it off and then I said, oh yeah, the music in this minute is especially lo-fi chill hoppy. Bizarre. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not bad. It's just, I don't know, it, it, it feels weird in the scene, especially going from the music of uh, kid, okay, Kyle, he's a kid. Uh, Kyle sadly closing the door to the music with Dunstan is a very weird transition yeah. because they're kind of trying to do the sad family music with Kyle uh-huh. and then they're trying to get like jungle themes with yeah, drums yeah. with Dunstan. Yeah. It's very strange. Um, so Dunstan is an event. He sees out of the vent. Yeah. That there Once again, is, Dunstan is an event. The yeah. Extensive vents at work in this hotel. Loves loves vents. Yeah. Well, and especially this vent is in the greenhouse. Yeah, the, is, uh, this the is architecture a of this greenhouse is very strange. Yeah, I, I don't, I mean, I don't, I'm not an expert on greenhouses or vents. No. But I don't think vents are in greenhouses like this. I, I couldn't tell you, because yeah. I'm also not an expert on greenhouses or vents. Um, so, and then again, this is a, uh, a vent opening that is large enough to fit, you know, a finger through. Uh-huh. And as Dunstan stops at this opening, mm-hmm. um, he sees uh, kind of a leaf is coming into the vent opening. Yeah. And now this is a leaf because the ground's not right there. It's a tree. No. Yeah. So it's a tree leaf. Treef. Yeah. So the tree. So Dunstan, he, he kind of first he touches it. Yeah. Very gently. And then he. Give a little suck. Puts his whole mouth on it. Yeah. And I thought he was going to bite, you know, eat a leaf. He's just sucking on the leaf. And then. So on subsequent watches, the leaf is not dewy. No. He's not feeling for water. You just give him a little taste. He really, and he, they show him sucking on it twice, don't they? Maybe. I mean, I feel like sometimes animals do that. They just got to get a, they got to get a sense of the mouthfeel of something. That's just, that's just, it's odd. It's a weird shot for sure. Yeah. I mean, what we're, I, we're expected to learn here is that Dunson is yearning to be free. I guess. Does that imply that before he was in the circus and before he was trained to be a robber slash massager that he was in the wilds no my my understanding was that he just has an instinctual yearning okay uh so we go from this yeah to mr grant is now going into a meeting yes he steps in he says ollie's forgive me for being quite so detained yes uh and then he then he refers to them by name mrs feldman and mrs winthrop Mm -hmm. and then the woman on the left corrects him yeah and says I'm Mrs. Winthrop, and that's Mrs. Feldman. Because he was looking to the wrong women when he said yeah. the names. Yeah, that's not funny. No. Okay. Do you want to? Should we come up with a mnemonic device so we can remember which one's which? Absolutely not. Because we're gonna be referring to them for a few minutes, I think. Uh, no, I'm not gonna do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mr. Grant's reply to them is interesting to me, though. Uh, he just uh, says yes. He says, oh, obviously. Does he? He says obviously. He definitely says obviously, <laughs> which is very much like. You know, he, he doesn't give a shit. Um, yeah. And to describe these two, I, I wrote down that they are grandmother types. I would agree with Pearls, that. Pearls, perms, grandmas. and glasses. Yeah. That's a grandma type. Yeah. The old PPG. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I could have, 
pulled an envelope out of my pocket that would say that you would have said the old PPG, <laughs> how impressed would you be? <laughs> Very. Because <laughs> let me tell you, you I wrote I down was gonna say that? pearls, permings, and glasses, and I went, well, that's probably going <laughs> to <probably gonna, laughs> trigger something. Call that PPG. Yeah. <sighs> you know? Oh, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and so they, we don't know what this meeting is, mm-hmm. but we do see, you know, he, Mr. Grant's having this meeting. He says, well, first of all, let me. That's the end of the minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that would be part of your My Dinner with Andre connection. This well, meeting. How so? I don't know. It's a meeting. It's not a dinner. <laughs> well, no. It's even more of a stretch. <laughs> Everything's a stretch with this show. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, what did you pick for the next minute? Um, oh, um, you know, George. You know, yeah. George, George of the Jungle. Watch Fuck out for you. that tree. Fuck you. You piece of shit. <laughs> what do you got to plug? Um, you know, you can find me on other podcasts like um, Nothing New, a remake podcast where myself and Justin Kizan talk about remakes every month. Uh, you can find me on, uh, it's on my list. It's on my list pod.com. Uh, every month, me and, you know, like five others get together and talk about movies that people say that we should see or that we think others should see. Th- things that are quote unquote on your list because your kiss your kiss is on my list you woke up nucky i'm sorry nuck. <laughs> he really had to come out and see what was happening um i i will also be a guest on uh an upcoming perhaps it's available now episode of geek ko geek ko where uh i i quiz them on the joker oh. the batman villain the joker did you see the film it's not out yet oh okay but it will be when this is no. It will be when their episode is probably. Okay. So that's probably what they're timing for. Are you going to? It's see out the film? in late September or something. Are you going to see the film? Uh, I guess. <laughs> I'll I, see it because I'll see whatever. I'm not. I know. Imagining that's, great things. That's from the it. same as me. <laughs> I'll see whatever, and I should be excited for this movie for a character that I've loved for a long time, and yet. And yet. And yet, the you know. The recent years. Yeah, the recent years indeed. <laughs> have really screwed shit up. Um, but yeah, so check check that out, Geek KO. They're, they're a good show. Oh, it comes out October 4th. Oh, I thought it came out late September. I just looked it up, October okay. I think 4th. my episode will be out late September. I think I was, you. I was confusing it for It Chapter 2. Yeah, which is out time. now. Yeah. And in the future, when this episode drops, it'll be out then. <laughs> it'll still be out now. I mean, it's three hours long. I don't think a three-hour long movie can last in theaters for three weeks i guess <laughs> uh you can also find me on twitter and instagram at podcaster andrew you can find me on twitter and instagram and twitch at very cool emily um i do another show also with justin keys on and also with a third person named vict perfecto vict perfecto is what i said hey it's short for victor you yeah if your name was victor would you ever think about going by vict no if my name was victor i'd think about going by victory what about Tor? Yeah, that one too. Okay. Or Tori. Um, for for my all my British peeps. Hey, what's up in the house? British peeps, I'm Tori. Uh, Coming for your laws. You're talking about little um little marshmallow chickens with a Union Jack on them. Chickens? Yeah, that's what peeps are. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> all my British peeps. Yeah. I'm so tired. <laughs> um 
<sighs> Normally we get to this point and we don't have bit energy. And I feel like we have a lot of bit energy. I think I don't have bit energy right now. That problem. was a bit. You, you were I guess you're right. I guess I only have bit energy. That's the problem. I don't have plug mm-hmm. energy. Um, do you? Are you on the internet? I already said that. Are you? You stream? You said that? I said you can go to twitch.tv oh, slash okay. very cool Emily. Uh, did you did you tell them about um, Patreon.com slash Dunstan Checksman where you can find uh, the pre-show episodes and stuff? Nobody cares. And did you tell them about YouTube? YouTube.com. Search for Dunstan Checksman. Every episode I make a... Um, I mash together the trailer for the movie that we're talking about with the minute that we're talking about. Yeah. And uh, and you know what? It's going to get weird. That's all. That's all you got to know. It's like uh, it's like Pete Holmes is on that YouTube channel or something. Is it, no, we don't want to talk about Pete Holmes. <laughs> did he do a bad? I thought he did. I I I, I think he people just got sick. <laughs> <laughs> I've been sick of him. Uh, Pete Holmes, I've never met you, but I'm sick of you. Sorry. What What else? Twitter at uh, Majestic Hotel and Why? Yeah, you can find Instagram Dunstan checks men. Uh, Rate and review us on Papple iCast. That's correct. And here's what I would like you to do. Talk about, give us five stars, first of all. And then tell me how disappointed you are that your favorite show that was canceled too soon was canceled too soon. Oh, okay. I want you to describe your level of disappointment Mm -hmm. that, say, Pushing Daisies was canceled too soon. Mm -hmm. Or Freaks and Geeks. Or... Now you do one. Um, I don't have any. I let them go. This is famously a complaint of yours. You refuse. You don't even invest in new shows because you're afraid they'll get canceled too soon. Yeah. And you're telling me you don't have a single one. I get. I get scared. The only one I I can't remember the name of it, but it it only ran on like Hulu for like six episodes. It was supposed to be on regular TV, Uh but it also unfortunately starred T.J. Miller. So oh, I don't burger, burger brigade or whatever it was called. No, it was called like the, the good games or the something. Good, the, the good, the good games. There it is. Look at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pulling out a show that I loved <laughs> for six episodes. Because you saw every war for every one of those six episodes. You told me to watch it. Yeah. It was from the creators of how I met your mother. And it uh-huh. was, uh, it was really fucking good. It was about, um, uh, Bo Bridges was the father and he died but he left a video will with mm. clues to where his hidden treasure was. Oh. And it was just really funny. And you know what? It's gone. Oh, well, I guess it's gone. I'm mad about it still. Can you tell? And remember, Dunson is spelled with a U. Fuck. And we're checking out. <laughs> To all who come to this happy podcast, welcome. And amusings are your musings. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Hi, I'm David. And I'm Kayla. And if it wasn't readily apparent from that, we're huge nerds about Disney. That's why we're doing the Animusings podcast. Once a month, we'll sit down and talk about a film in detail from the Walt Disney Animation Studios filmography, covering them in chronological order, from Snow White to Moana and beyond. To Moana and beyond! Sweetie, we're not doing Pixar yet. We'll do that after. (laughs) That's going to be a long time coming. Anyway, if that sounds up your alley, come join Kayla and I, and maybe a guest or two, as we explore the Disney animated canon, film by film. With the hope that it'll be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Ooh, nicely said. Don't thank me. Thank Walt. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network.
You can find this and other podcasts like it at bendunetwork.com.